This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast, I am Danny Williams. Hey, Jake Meyer is the co-host of the Broncos Blitz podcast. He produces the product as well. What up? What's up, Jake? We are live from Mile High Sports Studios in the Tech Center. Uh... It's just Greenwood Village, not Denver, Colorado, but people who listen to this podcast, I always kind of forget there's lots and lots of people who listen to this podcast who don't live in town here. So thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We're actually just you know, like six or seven minutes from Dove Valley right here. This is kind of where all the radio stations are in town over here, and um, we're doing our thing right now in the palatial uh, revolving tower high above Mile High Sports Studios. Um, okay. So, Jake... Uh, sad news, sad clown face, big, sad, uh, big, sad. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Chubb will undergo arthroscopic surgery on the ankle. will be out uh, an extended period of time. We'll hope to maybe rejoin the team at some point at the end of the season, barring how he's feeling, barring the Broncos' circumstances, if there's contending for something or not. Jake, this is the worst-case situation for Bradley Chubb. This is, you know, the worst nightmare type of stuff. Um, the only bright side is the Broncos are 2-0. and um, Without him. Without him. And we've kind of learned to live without him. Yeah, Malik so, Reed has kind of... You know, pushed his way into that starting role, and, yeah. and he's finding his way uh, with the starting squad, and he's looking good. Uh, obviously, he's not putting up the production that you know Von Miller is, but that's going to take time, and I, it might not ever be because Von Miller is a, just a transcendent type of player. Yeah. And, um, but Bradley Chubb, you know that that injury, he, they've already learned to play without him. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be out for probably the remainder of the season unless uh, his rehab goes well. So um, it'll be interesting to see how how they do. This is a worst case in so many ways. Um, I've been hard on Bradley Chubb. But I also feel like I've been very realistic about Bradley Chubb as well. Um, We had on the radio show today a listener in New York. Ryan listens in New York. He's listened to the show for a long time. Say that, well, he didn't try to get hurt it's just his body what do you mad at him about and not kind of sticking up for him but i understand a little bit of that perspective but the truth is jake i told you that i don't think of bradley chubb without thinking of josh allen mm-hmm. i mean it's like the two are connected at the hip you're like what what do you mean i'm like just what i said you bring up bradley chubb i think of bradley chubb plus josh allen okay and what uh, could have been and what could have been and not only that jake Frick, I hate being a woulda, shoulda, coulda guy. I don't live my life like that, really. But, you know, when you're talking about the NFL draft, you're talking about um, taking Sam Bowie over, you know, Michael Jordan, it's just different. And it pegs you. It defines you. And while we were flirting with Bradley Chubb as a bust kind of talk, Today, right. and we're both kind of maybe afraid to go there. One of the truths is that the Broncos passed on three iconic players. 
and potentially all-time great players in the next pick, Quentin Nelson at sixth overall, the seventh overall pick in Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson goes at the end of the first round. These are three iconic, iconic, and potentially all-time great players who the Broncos passed on. And that's just the truth, or like we like to say around here, the truth, the truth. It hurts. It hurts for Broncos fans that uh, Bradley Chubb hasn't lived up to the expectations. How could he? And um, he's going to be overshadowed by those guys in that same draft class. Forever. Forever. And, you know, we were talking about him being a potential bust um, just because he can't get on Bro, the field. When you, sure, he was a pro bowler last year, but I, I, I kind of throw that out the window when you can't when he can't see the field. Again, I don't know. He had an okay season. I think there's based off a little bit of reputation and the thought of he replaced Vaughn Miller type of stuff when Vaughn was hurt. Um, you know, you can't take it away from him. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at him for it. But I don't really look at Bradley Chubb as a pro bowl kind of caliber player. The truth is, man, it's tough because when you draft fifth overall, Jake, it's like the reward for a long, draining, miserable season full of pain and suffering. That's why the draft is there. That's how the NFL is built. That's the light at the end of the tunnel, Jake, you know? Right. And the Broncos don't draft that high ever. They have one time ever, and it was Von Miller, number two overall. They've never drafted number one overall, the Broncos. Um, so if there's a standard of I need a Von Miller type of player, like that's just, that's a true standard. When you draft that high, Jake, that guy has to be transcendent. He has to be a all pro, not just pro bowler, Jake, a all pro franchise. All and you're thinking what? What do you you know? There's guys who are of the ten guys of the. Six guys drafted in the first six picks every single draft. There's three guys who end up being bust, let alone franchise alter. No, I, I don't give a damn. You draft that high, that guy has to be special. He has to be a, a, a difference maker. He has to be franchise altering. And Bradley Chubb is not that kind of guy. And that's one of the reasons why the Broncos have been behind. Okay. And are still kind of just right now doing it without him. He should be the best player on the team next to Vaughn yeah, uh, and probably really should. should be in front of Vaughn He's because younger. of where we drafted him. I mean, that's just like these are sheer fundamental facts of uh, football science. OK, so am I hitting him pretty hard here? Yeah. You know, again, I, I we didn't again, I, I didn't bury him quite bury him. You know, where it's just not a funeral for Bradley Chubb, but I don't know who freaking manage this guy's health to have him the stuff um, not taken care of at the season's end and months and months and months after the season was over they're working on this ankle and now it wasn't healed right he tried to go too quick and now they're back to square one with it and again if they bring him back it'll be too hasty and he'll never be right this entire season to me this season for Bradley Chubb is over and it sucks. It's the cruel reality of the NFL. Um, it's the cruel, cruel, cruel summer. Um, it's been a tough summer for Bradley Chubb. No doubt about <laughs> it, bro. And I don't have any... Do I feel sorry for the guy? I feel sorry for myself and the Broncos and the team before I feel sorry for the guy. I mean, is this the way God made him? Sorry. Are his bones made of pie crust? I hadn't seen his chart. I'm not sure. 
okay? But the reality is we need this franchise needed and needs Bradley Chubb to be exceptional. Um, uh such a difference maker, franchise altering. Those are powerful words, and I mean those kind of words. They needed that. He's not that. He'll never be that. I'll never not think about Josh Allen when I talk about Bradley Chubb. Quentin Nelson was an easy decision to go Quentin Nelson. A guy who's an all-pro for 10 or 12 years straight. That was the better decision than, than Bradley Chubb. Um, another I mean, what else, Jake? Damn. Another listener, you know, brought up the fact that they could have resigned Shaq Barrett, you know, yes. at the same time as not drafting no Bradley Chubb and taking it. somebody else in the draft <laughs> because Shaq Barrett became a superstar. Bro, imagine resigning Shaq Barrett and giving a contract which he would have ridiculously outperformed right now, and you have Quentin Nelson. That situation, then you can live without having Josh Allen. Right, because I got two guys there in the process. The breakout of Shaq Barrett, who was a defensive player of the year candidate. Did he win the defensive player of the year? Um, and then um, Quentin Nelson, which again, there are some people who would say is has the same value of Josh Allen because some people really, really value not only the offensive line but that position, especially on an offensive line. I think it might be the second most valuable position in the NFL next to the quarterback. Which um, I'm not sure if I agree with that kind of fundamentally, but if it's the right guy in the right team, in the right circumstance, then I probably do. So. Swinging a miss by the Broncos on Bradley Chubb. Wish he was somebody else. I hold against him the on the the battle stuff he had with um, uh, Garrett Bowles in the training camp. The yelling at the teammates stuff last season during games. I didn't like that stuff. He got arrested this offseason of days before the start of the regular season. Hey, stock on Bradley Chubb is down. Way we talked down. two day, weeks ago about him coming back, playing for this team, being a 10 or 12, 13 sack guy, and his value being that of a first-round pick. That is gone in one week's time. And he comes back and has proven himself healthy. He has the value of a second-round pick. And now we're stuck with him because everyone knows we wouldn't trade him for a second-round pick um, because we drafted him so high as a first-round pick. We would have maybe considered trading him for a first-round pick to a team sometime during the season, say if the Broncos season tanks, or we have someone emerge and we lived like, uh, we learned to live life without him. And we're seeing him kind of not being able to get on the field because of the other guy. And we know deep down our guy's better than the other guy. Another team might not know that and think that that's when you might consider cashing your chips in on Bradley uh, Chubb and taking a team's, you know, um, first round pick, which might be a 15th, 14th, 18th, 20th overall pick right. for a guy who, you know, longer have belief in and who's going to be up for a big big contract that you know deep down you'll never want to pay him no after everything that's happened there's no way that the broncos would want to pay that um but looking on a more Damn. positive side um if the broncos continue their their early on success throughout the rest of the season they'll be looking to make the playoffs and if bradley chubb is able to come back um healthy yeah. At that time, it'll be like bringing a new player onto your roster, uh, fresh. Uh, he may be, you know, a little gingerly uh, coming off of that ankle. Yeah. But you know, it, it is still bolstering up your roster late in the season and getting a new player. So that that's just a positive spin on the injury. Where when you have so much negative stuff to say yeah, about I it. I have another thought on that too, and it came from someone who called into the show today. Um, I'll mention it after we talk about our partner in crime here, our partner on the podcast, DraftKings. Um, I mean, this 
DraftKings is so awesome. The DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking you guys up yet again. Another week to get in on a like, can't-miss offer. $1. Bet $1 on any football game this week on DraftKings and receive $150 in free bets instantly, no matter what. No strings. That's straight up. That's the real deal. That's the truth. Hey, tell the truth. Um... Same game parlays, they have them. Not everybody has them. Not a lot of places who do um, what DraftKings does. These sports books, they don't have these same game parlays. Um, I love them. Um, for one, this week, place the same game parlay in any NFL game, and you'll be credited up to $25 back if that bet loses, Jake. Can't beat it. Dude, that's not, I mean, that's like an awesome promo because we do these. And they're not saying if you miss one leg of the five legs. They're talking about one leg. I mean, they're talking about um, any leg. Any leg, two legs, three legs, you lose your parlays, your same game parlay, they'll refund you, to refund you $25 back in bet losses. I'm like, these aren't us, you know, this is like, this is awesome. We utilize these guys. They're the best bet with us at DraftKings. You'll get it. You'll see when you're there how easy the app is to utilize. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHSR, promo code MHS to receive $150 in free bets instantly. When you place a $1 bet on any football game, that's promo code MHS to get $150 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and older, Colorado only, new users only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling prom call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, one or two more things on Bradley Chubb and we'll move on. A listener who calls into the show said this Bradley Chubb injury might be um, the reason why the Broncos do re-sign Von Miller. And maybe Von finishes his football career in a Broncos uniform, seeing the value of the position, seeing the now vulnerability and hole at the position of them never being able to count on Bradley Chubb and seeing how Von Miller kind of looks like he's back. Von looks back. Um, again, uh, Von will, they'll start to key up on Von a little bit here. They'll try to um, chip away at him, chip at him, try to keep him off of these sack totals and off of these quarterbacks. Double um, teams. It'll take someone to emerge in a Shaq Barrett type of... Yeah, you're right. Um, but I do like the Draymond Joneses of the world. I do like the Malik Reeds of the world. Um, and I think this defense is so good around those guys that uh, we'll, be, we'll be able to live life without Bradley Chubb and still have a, a lot of success doing so. And again, is there any light at the end of the tunnel or positives out of it? You mentioned a couple. I mentioned maybe Vaughn gets re-signed because Lifetime of it with Bronco. this team. Um, again, um, sometimes my philosophy of running a team is uh, somewhat of, you know, take a bit of a couple pages from the Patriot way, move on from guys before they don't have nothing left to give, and you're paying guys lots of money who aren't shells of their former selves. Uh, we, you know, we talked on the show, and it being a whole segment worth of that blew up on their faces with Tom Brady dramatically, but also most cases that kind of is true. So, um, you know, Bradley Chubb, damn, you know, it totally sucks. Uh, to not have the guy. He is super important to the team. We talked about his importance to being one of the, you know, five or six most important players to this team this season if they were going to have success. 
we might have been wrong on that, Jake, because they are having success without him. Um, credit to who? Teddy? Credit to um, the rest of the defense. Right. Credit to the newfound appreciation for the run game and commitment to it. Lots of different reasons to make up for the, um, you know, missing. And also it's a good sign that the Broncos are talented and deep and have character is to be able to not have a guy like this who is your most important guy on defense maybe, like your top five or six most important guys on your team, to not have him and not only not skip a beat but be better than you were now with him or than you were last year. So that's all good stuff, right? If there are any good right. things and positives to take from it, correct? Yes, those are all positive notes, um, you know, regarding the Bradley Chubb situation. Okay, well, let's change the subject here, the topic a little bit. Um, seven two and O teams in the NFL right now. There's seven two and O's, and there's I think you gave me seven zero and two. There's four zero. Oh, that's it. Four zero yeah. and two. Four zero and twos in the league. Uh, okay, so real quick, um, I don't think this will take very long. But every year there's two and O's that don't make the playoffs. Because uh, only 62% of the time does that happen. And I think with the way we're looking at the seven teams left, the seven uh, 2-0s, um, you see, we'll see about 62 or 70% of those teams make the playoffs. And yeah. two, maybe three, and the third being the Broncos, um, make the playoffs or not make the playoffs. Yeah, all right? Let's go. So uh, let's start. Where do we start? All right. The top or the bottom of the 2 and 0s. Let's start at the uh top okay, of the Okay, who is the best 2 and 0? The the best 2 and 0 team, I would say, it has to be the Buccaneers, Super Bowl champs, yeah. uh reigning champions and uh they they completely dominated their last opponent and uh in the Falcons. Uh there was a close game with the Cowboys, but uh they're the reigning champs, so they got to be on top. I won't argue a bit with you, but then we have three teams who are nominees for the second best team uh, of the two and O's, um, all in the same division. I mean, yeah, pretty freaking crazy, right? Um, the Rams, the um, sorry, the Cardinals. Um, it's kind of a, the early surprise, maybe darling of the season. A team that I'm wondering, have they taken a giant step forward and have they kind of arrived? And then the 49ers who um, don't have as many kind of big names, star power names as even the Cardinals, but it still might be one of the most uh, talented teams and talented rosters in the entire NFL. So of those teams, who's your next best? And who's the closest thing to um, Tampa Bay if there is such a thing? I'm going to go with the Rams. I, I, I like the defense that the Rams bring. Um, they, the way they dominated the Bears was, was a sight to see. It was, they had a close game against the Colts, which was a, a shocker. Um, but I, I still like the Rams. I think Stafford makes all yeah, the difference. That's not a shocker. The Colts were a playoff team last year and have some heart in them. True, you know? true. Um, and I think the Cardinals are right behind the Rams, though. Okay. Um, I think the Rams are special. I think the Rams are the only team in the end who will really be able to go toe-to-toe with the Buccaneers and maybe put some defense and some hits on Tom Brady that might allow them to uh, win a 21-20 game against them, something like that. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals and the 49ers are quite at the Rams level after I've thought about it a little bit. Um, I like the Cardinals a lot. This might be a 12-1 Cardinals team that's really taking a gigantic leap forward and step forward, and people really um, see what they're capable of. They got all – I mean, like, not only do they have a lot of veteran stars, people think, oh, they're washed. It's good dudes. 
Yeah. It's um, AJ Green, uh, JJ Watt, uh, James Connor. Go read his story, his football life story, um, as well as um, a bunch of talented guys otherwise. And Kyler is a good dude as well, a great athlete, um, and probably a top three MVP kind of front runner right now. So. Um, okay, now let's work our way down to the bottom of the two and outs. So the 49ers are right after the Cardinals, and then after that, I would put the Raiders. Um, Raiders ahead of Broncos and Panthers? Raiders ahead of Broncos and we Panthers. Can't, there's no way to put the Broncos ahead of the Raiders? I don't think there's any way you can do it just because of the uh, quality work. the quality of victory yeah. that the Raiders had. The two best wins of the season so far Definitely. came from the Raiders. And while I'm totally with you, um, I'm trying to see if I could talk myself into if there's a way to say, maybe not the way – to find it the way we just said, but big picture, are the Broncos better than the Raiders? They have a better roster on paper, yeah. in, in my opinion. I think what the Raiders have proved just through two weeks, though, you can't. You can't say the Broncos are in front of the Raiders and better than the Raiders. You cannot do it right now. I think we all believe, or at least want to believe by the season's end, the Broncos will be a 10-win team, the Raiders will be a 7- or 8-win team. But as of right now, the Raiders look to have maybe, again, and maybe it did take Gruden, who I kind of stuck a fork in. You know, yeah. before the season started, I was kind of down on Gruden saying that maybe this league kind of passed them by. Maybe it has just taken him this long to really implement all the things he really wanted to to make it a Gruden like team. So I agree with you. Raiders better than the Broncos. Panthers, uh, I think, are living a lie. Fool's gold. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'll give it up to them. You know, I got to appreciate a nice, fast start. It could be 0 2, uh, just like everyone thought. So they're probably the biggest surprise of any 2 0 this season are the Panthers, I'd have to say. Um, and then I don't know if it's even worth talking about the 0 2s. There's always an 0 2, Jake, that makes the playoffs. But I don't this know about year, this. Year. I, I don't think there's going to be the Owen twos are who the Lions, the Lions, the Giants, the Falcons, the Falcons, uh, and then in the AFC, you got the Jets, the Colts, and the Jaguars. Oh, there's the, six teams. The Colts, the Colts might actually the Colts. Uh, make the playoffs if they bounce back. And the Jaguars, the Colts are the one team that might be able to find a way to their division stinks, yeah. And the Titans aren't going to be as good as we thought in that division, and it might be 10 wins wins the division. Right, right. So can the Colts find their way back? Actually, I'm going to say not because I got zero confidence belief in Carson Wentz. Yeah. I've like I've stuck a fork in that guy. For me, a lot of people are still like, oh, we did this and that. And oh, Wentz um, is washed. His uh, old former offensive coordinator who's going to revive his career, uh, all that kind of stuff are just, you know, guys who I think really were high on him at one point or said he was going to be good and kind of grasping. Wentz, to me, it was just kind of like a flash in the pan. Wentz is like not much better. It didn't have that much more success than like the best of, Trubisky to be honest with you you know he flashed um like a season and a half put up some good numbers but we know he was surrounded by an incredible team they went on to win the Super Bowl without him right, right. and um that's kind of it I'm done on Wentz I got you know I'm not he's um I, I I get what they did there there but I think if I'm the Colts I swear to you I'd call Philip Rivers and talk him out of retirement and say hey do we still have an extra game on the calendar we could still win nine or ten games and make the playoffs. Right. Uh, get me in, you know, get that guy in there, and that's it. And then, um, you know, the Colts, they have a good defense. They got a strong running game. Uh, injuries have decimated their wide receiving yeah. core. But um, I, they still have an opportunity to to make something of this season, even though they are 0-2. Uh, we'll see if they can bounce back. But out of the 2-0 and teams, which teams do you think aren't going to make the playoffs? Uh, I, I personally, I don't think the Raiders are going to keep this up. I, I think the Raiders uh, come back to reality a little bit. 
and they uh, they don't make the playoffs. Um, the Panthers, I, I think, like you said, fool's gold. Uh, tough division. They, they got a, a big win over the Saints, but I really don't think they're going to be able to keep that up either. So Raiders, Damn Panthers, we'll, Broncos. We'll, um, not today's pod, but maybe tomorrow or the next. We'll look at all the 2 and and see who will be the last undefeated standing. You know, we got to look at everyone's schedule, look at the next couple games. But, damn, I'd love for three of these teams to lose and the Broncos to be one of, like, three or four undefeateds um, left. That'd be great. That's prestigious. That means something that's special. And, again, we've talked a lot before, and we'll wrap this thing up about becoming something bigger than your parts by early successes and hype that is being lived up to and coaches preaching stuff and it's being realized that their players are seeing it and executing it and young guys overachieving and veteran guys living up to the contracts and some surprises here and there and just good luck again football jake a football especially football in the nfl it's shaped funny and it bounces weird Okay, so it's pretty unpredictable no matter how many good players you have, fast players you have, skilled players you have. A lot of it's hard to win games in the NFL. Very, very, very hard. And uh, to be good takes a lot of. Uh, it, takes, it takes a lot, but once you arrived, you know, you want to build on it. And the Broncos quite haven't arrived, but they're taking those steps forward. A 3 0 Broncos team, damn, it'd be great. Um, that's it, I think, for the podcast for today. Uh, good job, Jake. Jake Meyer is at uh, Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I am at Tweets Danny on Twitter as well. Catch our radio show 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Mile High Sports Radio, 98.1 FM, or milehighsports.com. We can watch it every single day. Um, we do it here live from Denver on the Tech Center um, in the uh, beautiful Mile High Sports Studios. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. It's super important that you subscribe to the podcast, um, not just listen to it. You can like rate, review the podcast, comment on the podcast, anywhere, anywhere. And that stuff is big time for us. That's meaningful for us. We appreciate that stuff. Um, you know, we know you're out there, but we want to hear from you guys as well. Tell us you, oh man, damn, Danny, you nailed it. Jake, you're just wrong, Jake. If you want to say stuff like that, I get it. I'm totally cool with that. Um, you know, Jake won't hold grudges. We're not grudge holders. Um, but, Jake, good job. Uh, thank you. Good job to you. Oh, shucks, Jake. Appreciate that. Um, anything else? Um, just be sure to you can find us anywhere on Spotify, Apple yeah. Podcast, Spreaker, Podbean, wherever you Listen to your podcast, you'll be able to find or the Broncos a, Blitz podcast. Yeah, or become a podcast guy. You know, we have some other good podcasts at Mile High Sports. Troy Rink, Troy Rink is doing one now. Uh, Mile High Sports app is an easy way to go click on that page and see all the um, awesome podcasts. We have Andrew Mason on our staff here. I mean, he's like one of the most powerful kind of names in all of the NFL at what he does. Um, definitely in Broncos country. So. Um, we got a good group here, Mile High Sports. We got it going, uh, Bossa Nova. If you, you know, if you only know Mile High Sports from like stumbling upon the podcast some way, somehow, Mile High Sports, the magazine is like a local sports illustrated. It's a thing of beauty. Font on the current cover. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, Mile High Sports as an entity is pretty awesome. Um, it's badass actually, Jake. That is badass. For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.